tip of the hat to our dear friend Sid Glassman. Nice call, Josh. This was the intro music to show's Inside Education show here on 90.7 FM. Of course, we lost Sid to, uh, to cancer back in May. It was uh, a, a, a terrible thing. Terrible thing. And uh, he, was such a, he was such a gracious man, such a wonderful advocate for education. And uh, guys like Sid didn't have to say it was for the children because you knew it always was. You could tell that by their actions. So thanks for doing that, Josh. That um, nice touch. Nice touch. We continue now with Manchester Superintendent Dr. Bohan Vargas, who is uh, a year on the job here in the Queen City and uh, indicated that he wants to stay uh, a year uh, for another year. His contract comes to an end on June 30th, 2018. And uh, we've been talking about some of the reasons why he thinks it's worth his time and effort to stay another year. And uh, one of the areas, doctor, and by the way, we have uh, 606-6762. It's 606-6762. It's our call-in number if you have any questions or comments for the doctor. We did get an off-air question. Um, I'm not going to ask it. Well, maybe I will. But um, I'm, I'm uncertain about what the question is really asking, and I, 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 I don't know what I really want to do with it. So um, if we have time toward the end, we'll, we'll ask it. Um, but so one of one of the areas that the the district has uh, faced some special challenges is in special ed, and um, you know back in April we received a, a letter from the State Department of Education that was rather concerning to me as a school board member, and then we received one in August or September that was even more concerning about the district um, uh, not responding to the letter that was sent in April. I guess would be the short way of putting it. Um, and since uh, since that time, though, uh, you've made some changes. Uh, according to a report that you made to the board on Monday, there have been some big improvements in what's going on. Um, many of the concerns of the state have now been satisfied, the overwhelming majority, with the rest um, shortly to be so. What, what do you want people to know about Manchester's special education uh, services and department and What's your sort of your vision uh, mm-hmm. for the future of that department? What can what can the community expect? What can parents expect mm-hmm. um, with the changes that you and uh, new members of your staff um, mm-hmm. have successfully made and are continuing to make? Well, they could expect significant improvement in the area, especially at, in in the operation of that department, but also in um, in student outcome. Um, my hope is that we can get the student achievement because I, while well, you can address compliance issue, which I think is what you alluded to, yep. um, that is important because we all report to someone. And <laughs> this day of, uh, as you know, the um, the um, compliance issue for uh, for special education is driven by federal law and also by state law. And local policies, so we cannot ignore um, on the uh, <laughs> constitutional rights of children. And you could expect significant improvement in there. Uh, one area that we want to improve is the area of support and services for our students. But in order to do that, as you know, uh, we have uh, an assessment that basically is telling us that we are leaving money on the table 
as a result of us not uh, doing the appropriate paperwork or the appropriate claims. And we had taken some step with the support of everyone in the organization. And I want to thank everyone, all the um, unions um, um, are in support of this, that we make sure that we work together to make sure that every dollar that could be claimed as a result of the service that we provide to our student, that we can get it back. And the reason that is important is, as you know, special education has a, an enormous price tag. It's about $47 million in this, uh, and, this district. And we cannot, we cannot improve it unless we make sure that we have the appropriate resources. And I'm a great believer in accountability. That before I, I ask you for a dollar, I got to make sure that I'm doing the best I can uh, not to have any um, area that could be questioned, right. particularly when it comes to how we are collecting and spending our money. So having said that, um, what's going on in here in Manchester in the area of special education is not unique to us. Uh, throughout the nation, this is an area that we have a lot of problem um, because of the um, enormous task uh, to um, to provide the kind of opportunity and support that every child needs. So my aim is to make sure that the system is functioning well so that we can deliver good instruction a company with high expectation, because, by the way, you could have autism, but that doesn't mean that you are not capable of achieving as much as someone who doesn't experience that kind of challenge. And uh, so we we have various issues that we need to look at. Take, for example, the pre-K program here. Mm-hmm. We are examining that, that we don't have a program that is sort of like one size fits all, like, for example, putting every child uh, for two hours in the classroom when there are times that that services could be provided um, elsewhere uh, because it's more effective to do so to address the need of the child. Right. So, And it seems to me that from what I've seen is that um, you're, you're not necessarily looking for more money by saying the city should get in Medicaid reimbursements what it's owed, but from what I have seen, and um, I don't think I'm uh, talking out of school here from what you've said publicly, um, uh, revamping the way we do things to better serve students and make sure we're getting reimbursed for what is reimbursable doesn't necessarily mean the district actually needs to spend more money to provide those services. It could actually mean it does it at a cost savings because it's finally doing something the right or a better way. Take, for example, there's no one that... We argue against the fact that it's not a good practice if you have a program that you are required, like if you, if you have a child in, coming in in late May, put that, having to open a new classroom for, for new kids, then you ought to be able to work with our families, our staff, to make sure that the delivery of services, let's say to pre-K for children with special need, which we are required to assess and meet those needs by law that, you know, we c- that we can do better. And that's a conversation that I had with the State Ed Department, a conversation that we're having with our staff. Um, by the way, we have incredible people working on this program. 
um, and, and, and we have incredible people throughout the organization. And I just will conclude that we just got to empower people and give them the opportunity um, to innovate, to be flexible, which is another prerequisite and strategy that is necessary. The Manchester School District cannot be the de- best district in the country if it become more inflexible right. than other districts in New Hampshire and throughout the nation. And we have so many inflexible practices. I mean, I, I discovered, for example, that one of our practices is that if you apply for a job, you and your letter, let's say, is over 90 days, the letter of recommendation, we don't accept that letter. We send you back to get another one. <laughs> so they are what I'm asking people throughout the organization and constantly, constantly asking for feedback. We just got a, we just send a survey asking people to tell us what area or needs that, for improvement. And I would tell you our teachers and hundreds of them gave us excellent feedback. Now, the job for the school board and for me now and my team is to respond because people don't like to be asked only to be ignored. So, however, in order to do that, it's going to require a high level of collaboration among unions and managers, school board, the administration, uh, public officials, families, so that we can move our district forward. And no entity should be the question that we should always ask ourselves, how is that good for our students and the people who work in the organization? It should not be just one way or the other. I'm a great believer that a great organization have people that I um, engage, uh, that I uh, feel that they're doing meaningful work, work which we, we are, but at the same time, I don't know anyone or any organization in the United States or perhaps in the world that is accessible. We are having flexibility and allow people to uh, make their contribution uh, daily. That is not dictated by a memo from central office or by any, any barriers that will prevent someone to make a contribution to improve the organization. Doctor, we have about um, a minute or two left. Uh, let's fast forward a year, because about this time next year, there will either be a, a, re, a full renegotiation of your contract or perhaps another extension of its current terms. I think it's a two-year contract with a one-year extension. So my goal, is, my bet is it's probably a, a, like a full redo. Yeah. Well, but either way, what needs to happen uh, over the next year for Dr. Bohen Vargas, Manchester Superintendent of Schools, to say to this community, I would like to continue. What do you mm-hmm. need to see in the next 12 months before well, you have to give mm-hmm. notice on your contract um, in order to uh, want to stay? One word. Are people serious in here about introducing the kind of changes that are necessary to achieve result? If I see indication by that, toward that aim, then I say this is the place for me. All right. Well, I guess we won't uh, pile on to that. Uh, Not much more that can be said. So we're either serious about making the needed changes or we're not. If we are, you'll be back for another year or two or whatever. And if we aren't, you'll be off to other pastures. Fair enough? That is fair. All right. Dr. Bohen Vargas, Manchester Superintendent of Schools, I want to thank you for participating with this radio show, uh, both as as a 
periodic guest and as a uh, segment anchor here for the Is Our Children Learning segment. It's been a, a gracious commitment of your time. We appreciate that. And uh, on a personal note, I want to thank you for your service to the city of Manchester as our superintendent. Um, while in some ways you could have imagined what you were walking into, in many ways there was no way you could have understood that. And uh, there have been uh, there have been times when I wouldn't have put up with what you've put up with. And um, however, I know you do it for two reasons. I, I know you see that there is a uh, raw material to work with here in the district that can lead it on to the greatness that uh, you see. And um, I know you see it in the kids. I know you go to the schools. I know you see it in the kids. And I know you're you're sticking it out, hoping that as the politics you referenced, the personal attacks that you referenced in, in a prior discussion this morning, um, will give way to a focus on the issues and what needs to change and how things need to work if this district is to do well by not just the kids and not just their parents, but the people who pay the bill as well, who are often forgotten in that equation. And that's something I, I, I respect that you've been mindful of. So yep. thank you. Thank you to you. All right. We're going to take a final check for traffic, weather, and sports and come back with a preview of tomorrow's busy show. We're not done yet. Not quite yet. Stay with us. All righty, folks. Tomorrow will be the final broadcast of the Dread at Large radio show. And I, I have to admit to being a little emotional in saying that. I think we'll be able to hold it together tomorrow as we get through our interviews with Mike Bistany of EFX Fitness. The boys from Auto Care Plus will be in the house for Auto Care Corner. Al Caprillion makes his final appearance here on the Dread at Large radio show. Don't worry, though. He'll stay on Twitter and linked to our Facebook, uh, to our to our webpage. And uh, James Patrick Riley joins us just 20 minutes early for the history segment so that I have the final segment of the morning to close out the show um, as I have planned to close it out. And yes, I do have a plan. So we'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow here from the microphones in our super secret broadcast location above Jacques Flower Shop for the final time. I hope you'll tune in. For the entire team here at Dread at Large, I... I'm your ever humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Until tomorrow, be good, be well. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We're proud to have in the audience. Thanks for being there. Please remember our sponsors. Give them the first opportunity to earn your business or let them know you heard about them on Gerard at Large. It really does, always has, and always will still matter. Be good, everyone.